live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 30th, 2020. Strong hand, golden age of the 2020s, having hype. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. We're going to talk about some people that are in motion. Oh, yeah. Conviction. Apex predator. I'm offended by selling. We're going to talk about some weak hands that were had some weak hands this weekend. <laughs> Tongue twister. All right, guys. If you've got questions, I got answers. Hello, my elite friends. Type in Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat and I will answer your question. Be sure to check out all my old shows like over 1,600 of them, disruptmeister.com. And yes, on Friday, Jan Pitzker, Gabriel Devine, and Neil Woodfine were on the This Week in Bitcoin show. Wild and wacky stuff. We'll have another This Week in Bitcoin show like we do every Friday. I'm working on it. Don't know the time yet. All right. Saturday show is great. Sunday show is great. Follow me on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. So there's a dude out there, Jim. He's in motion. He uh, tweeted this out. He's got this. He uses paywall.link, paywall.link, and it's a lightning paywall generator. So you go to his paywall.link site and you pay with the lightning network a little bit, some Satoshis. He's raised a few thousand Satoshis this way uh, to see a video of his. And it feels like I've, heard about this paywall.link before a, a lightning network paywall generator accepts lightning payments with a link yeah i feel like i've heard of it but i don't know if i have but jim is actually using it quite a few people are using it it's linked to below jim's tweet is linked to below and you can uh pay to see whatever the heck he was doing in the video to to get through the paywall there so you can see what's what's going on behind the paywall now, I, I do want to say the title of this, uh, Bitcoin Weekend when Weekends. Weekend Weekends. I have noticed lately, it's, it's, and I've mentioned this before, I believe, it seems like uh, weekends, people start a selling, fiat price is, starts a dropping, and then when Sunday ends, bam! When New York is back in session, Bam! This has been going on for a little bit now. So is it the rule? No, it's not the rule. But if you're ever down on the weekend, if you're like, oh, I've become a fiat freak. Why is it going down? Why is it going down the price of Bitcoin? Just say it's a weak hand weekend. You have a strong hand because when Monday comes, Monday, Monday, it's actually a happy song. And... Well, you saw today, if you didn't pay attention all weekend, it was like nothing changed at all. And you probably shouldn't pay attention on the weekend. Go out there, have some fun. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm encouraging people to actually go outside of their houses. I know that's like revolutionary these days, but I do it. I, I went running today, beautiful out on the streets of LA. Okay, but something to consider, weekend, weekends, weekend, weekends. Another Meister saying, I and hold, strong hand. 
they've got shirts with my sayings on them, for God's sakes. Get shirts. They're linked to below. All right. Bitcoin coders work. Oh, first of all, pound that like button. Bitcoin coders work on state chains for cheaper payments. This is from D. Now, I've heard of state chains before. I, I believe Vortex actually brought them up on my show a long time ago. This is decrypt.co had this article. It's a good article. It explains what these things are and that people are working on them. Big uh, state chains were first proposed in October of 2018, but it took until yesterday for a developer to start on this idea. With state chains, you send private keys of Bitcoin wallets instead of Bitcoin itself. It can work with Lightning Network. Okay, it involves a third party, obviously. So check it out. Interesting stuff. Compete, don't complain. I love seeing the innovation in this space. And I, I love talking about Bitcoin. And I'm going to keep on talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, we'll get to current events in a second. Don't worry. Um, and yeah, yesterday, yesterday I, I raised my voice quite a bit when we were talking about uh, talking about current events. People like when I do that. Ah, that's, it just it, it happens sometimes. It's good to stay calm. It's good to stay calm, dudes. But again, I've got the passion. So today we're releasing LSAT which reminds me of like taking a law, uh, a legal, uh, a law school entrance exam, LSAT. Anyway, <laughs> I never did that. Uh, today we're releasing LSAT, a lightning native protocol to manage paid access to APIs, apps, and websites. LSAT greatly improves privacy with no need for usernames, passwords, or credit cards. Okay, people have said that they're going to be able to innovate on the Lightning Network to create some more uh, privacy options. So if you're one of those dudes that has to pay for those things, you can do it anonymously through the Lightning Native Web. The Lightning Native Web is the future, they say. Okay, maybe it is, but you can do that through LSAT now. No, it's not the entrance exam into uh, law school. Okay. <laughs> It sounds like it. Okay, we're getting into current events now. Uh-oh. Let me just make sure no, there are no questions. Hang on. Let me check this screen. Oh, wait a second. People are talking over there. Oh, God. No one's awake tonight, are they? Hey, dude, what are you? <laughs> yeah. So Okay, I just read a dude's question that didn't do the proper thing. You got to type in Bitcoin Meister, but I read your question. Hey, dude, what do you think of Bitcoin on the short term? I don't care. Because I'm a long-term thinker. Pound that like button. Why would you care? I mean, it's a savings account. It, it doesn't matter. All right. Um, let me move back to the my notes section here. Oh, I see people retweeted this. Good. Or they liked it. Guys, don't like my tweets. Just retweet them. I don't care if you like my tweets at all. Retweet them. I don't. don't it does nothing for me. It does nothing for me at all. I, I don't get a thrill out of it or anything retweeting it supports the show liking it i don't know what that is I, I really don't know what that is on twitter now here on youtube pound that like button on twitter no okay just retweet on twitter pound the retweet button on twitter pound the like button on youtube get it straight and yes i'm on bit shoot too i'm on all these things it's all linked to below yeah steam it look i'm looking at my steam and it's live there now oh i'm also on Hive, yes, I'm getting free Steam, free Hive. Why would you ever buy that stuff when you get it for free and you turn it into more Bitcoin? Oh, God, having some lovely uh, – okay. Hmm. 
hair hair is looking nice. Peter McCormick has a tweet. That's what I've been trying to get to this uh, whole time. What's Peter? He's been on the show. He was on the show quite some time ago now. But what did he have to say in this tweet? Okay, mate. Well, listen. 51 doctors have died in Italy. These frontline medical staff are going into work knowing they might get sick and die. They don't have enough equipment or people. The role of journalism is to raise awareness of important issues. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up a a, a statistic like that, and, and I mean, you say you're a journalist and you want to raise awareness of important issues. So, 51 doctors died in Italy. That would be an important issue. But link to below. Very, you can find this pretty easily. Various media reported that more than 50 doctors in Italy have already died during the Corona crisis like soldiers in a battle. A glance at the corresponding list, however, shows that most of the deceased are retired doctors of various kinds, including 90-year-old psychiatrists and pediatricians, many of whom have died of natural causes. And again, Italy, it's the list of doctors who died during the virus epidemic. So do you know what that means? Like, you were you a doctor and you happen to die during this virus period. You might have not died of the virus. So it's, it's not 51 guys that were battling the virus that happened to catch it and were such heroes that died. No, some of them were just old doctors that happened to die this time of year. <laughs> and the, it's linked to below. But hey, Peter repeats the 50. So this is what happens. All these journalists just blindly repeat these numbers to scare people. And they don't—they don't do the basic research. Like, well, wait a second. It's—it's it's, yeah. Doctors died. I mean, so probably some doctors died in California today because they got old. I mean, it happens. It, it happened. But yes, like ninety-year-old psychiatrists. No, they weren't fighting. And pedi- pediatricians. No, they—they they weren't. They—they they weren't doing this in Italy. It's—it's—it's it's, it's ludicrous. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But hey, add to the hysteria. Get the clicks. Yes, yes, yes. Say you're a journalist. Ooh. Okay. So we we another another trick that's out there, another part of the hysteria. And don't fall for this, people. It's the scoreboard. It's the sick scoreboard. Every site seems all these mainstream disgusting sites have it. You check, ooh, the latest number of infection, the latest number of deaths in my state. Gotta check the scoreboard, gotta get freaked out because if there's a number that means Something bad for me. Yeah, I understand stats. No, you don't. All right. So, yeah, don't get caught up in the six scoreboard stuff. A lot of people do. Hey, Peter did. He gave a false uh, 51. He said the score was 51 dead. 51 doctors valiantly, valiantly gave their lives, even though one was like a 90-year-old pediatrician that just happened to drop dead and had nothing to do with fighting the virus. Uh, All right. Again, I mean, it's putting – you become a doctor for these – this is why you become a doctor. This is why you go to medical school, to, to fight. I mean, to tell me that these people should be automatic heroes. I mean, were they paying attention to medical school? They learned about viruses. They learned about the risk of being a doctor. You can get diseases when you're a doctor. You're, you're dealing with very sick people. You take classes on precautions you can take. Oh, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I mean, 
It was great when you were getting paid, you know, by the insurance companies and taking uh, eight week vacations. But now it's like, oh, I'm a hero. Look at me. <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was getting into. No, you knew what you're getting into. Dude. And again, you know, doctors are great, but we're not, well, I'm not going to put them on pedestals. I've dealt with a lot of horrible doctors. I mentioned uh, my, my doctor that I was assigned. He, he didn't know it. He didn't know the first thing about cholesterol or fasting or, I mean, it was unbelievable. But we're supposed to worship them now. And then we're supposed to believe fake statistics that they're dropping dead or something. Okay. But hey, it's hysteric. We're in the world of hysteria and voices like mine. No, they're they're not they're not they're not going with the party line. They're not they're they're not supporting the state. You must blindly support the state. Adam Meister doesn't blindly support the narrative in the state. <laughs> He's living his life. Adam is not a statist. Adam is, believes in freedom. Wow. Well, so everyone's you know giving in. It's just it, no one's even hardly anyone's even fighting or speaking up. So over in Hungary, the Prime Minister Orban granted indefinite, unlimited powers with uh, the virus bill. Okay, so hey, people are like, "Oh, that's so horrible!" But wait a second, you're granting Gavin Newsom similar powers here in California, or Cuomo, or Trump? They they have ultimate power too now. What what Orban is doing in Hungary is another level, but they're just a few steps away from it. I mean, it's the it's the same. It's this. It, it shouldn't even have come to this, where everyone's like, "Oh, leader, tell me what to do. Leader, take away all my power." So uh, Orban has pushed it as far as he can push it. Has has the leaders in America pushed it as far as they can push it yet? No, they can push it further. We have all these CUCKs out there that are begging, are begging. For martial law and, and and ridiculous things like that, and some of these people like Bitcoin. Apparently, huh. there's their status unbelievable. They're they're just reporters, just reporting on stats. You know, it's it's so serious, so serious. People dying all over, drop just drop again in the middle of the street and stuff. You know, okay. And and so we we have people. How far can this be pushed? Well, Trump said thirty more days, and you have people cheering cheering that they're going to be locked in their houses for 30 more days. I mean, <laughs> oh, they're, they're relishing it. Oh, I can, I can watch TV and get fatter and get diabetes and depend more on the government. Oh, please, government, lock me up for 30 more days. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if it can last 30 more days. We'll see. But there's some people that aren't CUCKs, okay? There's some people that believe in defiance over compliance. Now, we know most people, we've seen now, it, it's become apparent, that most pe people are compliant bootlickers, compliant bootlickers. And uh, maybe 80% of the people out there are compliant bootlickers. But a, a substantial amount of people know that something is up here. That is media hysteria. Yes, there's a virus. And yes, you might have had someone that you know get sick. That sucks. You know, every winter, you know people who get sick from the cold and the flu. Do you virtue signal over it? Or you know a kid who got strep throat who really got sick and needed his tonsils out? Do you virtue signal uh, uh, when that happens? I, I mean, I, it's, it's a serious thing. Um, but yeah, it's it, uh, so, but so people get sick every year and people are getting sick from this thing. I realize it, but you don't shut down the whole economy because your friend got sick, okay? Or because you're scared about your grandma. So there's a, it's not like what, what some of these reactionaries, the, these bootlickers say is like, Adam, you don't understand. It's serious, Adam. I know someone who got sick. 
I understand. Sicknesses are serious. It's not serious enough to shut down the whole world economy. You're going to see and become and give the government more power and give away all your freedom. It's not that serious. Okay. There's, there's different levels of seriousness. Okay. There's different levels of seriousness. It's not worth it to give up all my freedom. Okay. It's not, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous ask to shut that, that we even have went this far to shut down the whole, and there will be ramifications. Uh, when you see the 30% unemployment, when you see your favorite business might not, not open ever again, and your friends uh, off themselves, and that would be horrible if that happens. I don't, no one should off themselves, but I mean, what else are people going to do uh, if, they, they, if they've spiraled out of control? We, we, people the other day were talking about guys that will be expected to still play, pay child support when they're not, get, they don't have a job anymore. Are they going to get thrown in prison? I mean, is it, is it worth it? it, it this is insane to, to destroy our economy uh, because of a, a disease. We're going to have diseases all the time. They're always, life is hard, dudes. Life is hard. It's not as hard as it was in the old days. So yeah, I understand people are getting sick from it. it it's real. It exists. I'm not a... I'm not some guy denying a virus exists, but you don't shut down the whole world for it. That's the really simple bottom line, and you don't give up your freedoms for it, okay? It's that simple. And some people can't grasp those concepts uh, at, at all, at all. So here, media hysteria, CBS caught using footage from Italian hospital to describe conditions in New York City. Surprise, 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 surprise. So yeah, be an adult that instead of, Hey, government, shut down the whole world. Another uh, another approach to this is be an adult, take personal responsibility. But that's that's been lost. It's it's become so apparent that personal responsibility is new counterculture. A lot of you laughed at that saying beforehand, but is it is it not obvious now that no one's an adult anymore? That wasn't even an option that was on the table. No, we must shut down the whole economy. We can't rely on adults being adults and taking. Uh, uh, you know, care of themselves and, and determining if the, the situation, what's appropriate for themselves as individuals. No, individualism is clearly the accomplishment. So many people defaulted to the collective and to the strong man. Oh, strong man, tell me what to do. Take away my powers. Uh, take away my freedom. Okay. Uh, I, I do have, okay. Oh, we have questions here before I, I will tell you what I saw on the streets of LA today, because I saw something that was very inspirational today. Cass eight says, Bitcoin Meister, no problems are serious enough to shut down the economy because we need a functioning economy to deal with the problems. Pound that like button. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, derp, 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 who I believe is in Australia. Do you accept there is a possibility this is a bioweapon? Nope. And the threat is being, uh, managed appropriately but the cover story is just a flu nope don't believe it at all think that's a complete nonsense uh many people have analyzed what this thing is a lot of people who wouldn't want to hide that it was a bioweapon have analyzed what it is it's not a bioweapon okay all right gold and and so our our <laughs> dude derp de derp it's kind of ironic after that you say after you ask me if it's a bioweapon, you tell me, please don't go nuts again. Do you see the irony? You're saying something's a bioweapon, which is totally insane to say at this point. Um, and you're saying for me not to go insane. So some irony there. All right. Um, so, but you're you're good, dude. I, I get it. 
Um, go, you don't want me yelling again, but <laughs> RA803 says gold and silver premiums are very high due to the bottlenecks. Uh, traditionally, silver benefits from being expensive, unavailable. This was before Bitcoin. You can buy you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. Yes, you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. And I don't care about silver. Uh, I love you, man, Derp, D. Derp says. Good, man. You're, you're awesome. Keep it real. Keep it real in Australia, baby. Uh, now, let's go back to something that I saw on the streets of L.A. today. So after I, I did my run... I came back here, but the cleaning lady was here. Look, you can see my bed was made. It's all, it got cleaned. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, there, there's some benefits here. Get the clean. So, um, you know, I wasn't oblong Espanol with her. So I went on, I went, she wasn't done yet. Couldn't, couldn't carry on a conversation. My Spanish isn't that good. So I, I, uh, <laughs> found that light button. I, uh, I walked, walked around the block a couple of I walked up to Santa Monica. I saw the Target was open. I guess Target is an essential business. We're going to talk about the big businesses in a second. How they're loving this. Big businesses are loving this shutdown. Loving it. Uh, I don't explain why. But um, I walked by the Poinsettia Park. It's called Poinsettia Park. So everyone's going to know that I'm near. I mean, everyone already knows what I'm near. I'm near La Brea and uh, Santa Monica. So uh there's a beautiful park there and some people were walking their dogs in the park and that's cool. But on the tennis courts and on the basketball courts, there's a sign that says these are closed because of the virus. You cannot go on it by order of, you know, the Los Angeles city parks department. And I looked on the tennis courts and I saw some young people playing tennis on there. And I saw two like 80 year old men playing tennis on those tennis courts and they weren't afraid. They were living their lives. They know it's ridiculous to be banned from playing tennis because of this. And I, I was really happy to see that. I was. It wasn't just young people. It was definitely there. I don't know how the eighty-year-old men did. I guess they had to jump the fence. I don't know how they got in there because I looked like the the front. Maybe there was a side entrance I didn't see there. So that that was really cool to see in Los Angeles. So that you know, as there's a lot of people that are like. Oh, old people are so helpless. We have to save them. We, no, it's up to them. It's up to them. And those men, they were doing their thing. Like they probably do every Monday. They weren't letting this nonsense get in their way. And that was freaking awesome. And make, I mean, I probably could end the show right now because I mean, that's like, like the best thing you're going to hear during this show. That was really good. Um, but I'm not ending the show. We're, 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 we're continuing on. We're continuing on. Um, all right. A lot of dog walkers out there. A lot, lot of people out there. But that that was just – and I think I heard some people playing basketball too. I heard I heard a basketball bouncing. I didn't look. Uh, but I did definitely saw those few tennis players there. Uh, where are my notes? I lost my notes. Poinsettia Park. Oh, now, well, never mind. <laughs> Hope it, <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing in Poinsettia Park. I, I, I probably should have named, shouldn't have named the name of the park, but whatever. Uh, just, you know, make, no one's watching this. I don't think uh, if you are some informant and you're going to use that information, you're the lowest of the low. If you're a law enforcement officer and you're going to use that information, you're you're pretty lowly too. 
but I, I doubt that such people are watching this right now. I, I have hope in humanity that such people are not watching this show right now. Uh, okay, now uh, we talked about uh, the guys playing illegally playing. That, that they were they were breaking the law, <laughs> the, the new law, the, the Gavin Newsom law, or the uh, Eric Garcetti law, whatever it is. Uh, this is from Brave the World. She said, "If we had no media." There would have just been an increase in, in pneumonia and flu instances at hospitals. Instead, we have a world economic crisis and people rushing services because they think they have the virus. If this is a bioweapon, reporting on the subject is 50% of the weapon. <laughs> so again, it's not a bioweapon, but you, you, get, you get the point right there. Um, if, I mean, imagine if this, and, and it's not hard to imagine because back in what was it, 2009 or 10, I don't even know. There was the bird flu or something. I don't even, one of those flus, and it, it did, it killed people. It was, but the media didn't cover it like this at all. We didn't have the social media insanity back then either. And it was just more people at the hospital. It happens that there's ebbs and flows at the hospital. Sometimes there's a lot of people there, sometimes they're not. Sometimes more people die in a season. Sometimes, uh, they don't. Sometimes a lot of old people die. Sometimes they don't. All right. Here is. So if you're tired of the mainstream narrative, there's a site called dmainstream.com. It's linked to below. Dmainstream YouTube, a browser extension to remove mainstream media results from your YouTube searches. <laughs> That's pretty good. Having freaking hype, dudes. It's like in, what, 43 days? We'll be talking about it more in April. There was some there was some drudge headline again, you know, spreading the fear like April is canceled. I mean, this is so don't buy no April is gonna April is gonna be awesome. You could be productive, you could be productive in it, and uh, I think people are gonna get quite restless. So we'll see if this can last. Uh, I think state by state, I think some states that the states are really implementing all the shutdowns. It isn't Trump hasn't ordered. I mean. There's not a federal law saying I can't go outside or whatever. Uh, it's a state law. Okay, but the the federal government, led by Donald Trump, is giving advice to people. You know, you should stay in, and uh, they're not encouraging people. It's ridiculous advice. Okay, uh, if you're healthy, they, people should be productive at this point. Oh, uh, they, so there's a. I, I talked about uh, Barnes. I forgot what his first name is now, but it's late at night. But he is awesome. Follow Barnes underscore law at Twitter. And he had a show today. He is such a straight shooter. Robert Barnes. Robert Barnes. He is such a straight shooter. His show was just awesome today. It is linked to below. He explains everything that the mainstream media has lied about. And they are lying at this point. They are lying in order to get ratings and in order to scare people. And, I mean, you saw it. They, they use, it's a lie when you use footage from Italy and you say it's New York. It's a lie. It's a, it's a straight-up uh, fear-mongering. Uh, but so, yeah, guys, I think you notice that people are willing to believe anything these days. And so if, if you understand that, that people, you know, oh, the, the government knows best. Let them take, take away my freedom. It's, they know what's best for me. How can you doubt that the dollar will survive? Okay. They're not going to question the dollar. They're not going to question the money printing. They're going to find value in it. They're still going to value their wealth in dollars. They're not going to question the dollar story at all. 
They can keep on printing and printing and printing and printing. And yes, it will lose value, but they don't care about it. Inflation is good for the people, they'll, they'll say. They'll, well, so what? It doesn't buy as much as it used to. I'm still getting paid in it. There'll be some illogical uh, rationale behind the whole thing that they use. Uh, just like this. Well, take away my freedom. It's only temporary. Uh, it's only temporary. It's for the bet. It's for the best of the old people. If you take away my freedom, it's so it'll come back. They'll give us a yeah. Okay. <sighs> what else do we have? Um. Oh, this was a someone left this comment under a Carl Denninger uh, post, and I linked to Carl Denninger again. Please check out the links below, guys. I mean, this it's you don't get the full grasp of the show and the, of the situation. If you don't check out the links, because you you learn so much from Carl Denger, he's got all the answers, man. He is great on this topic. And someone left this uh, comment. I suspect once many others like myself decide not to make the mortgage payment come April first, that Trump might just get a phone call. This is a very good point, and I brought this up in a previous video. A lot of bills are due April first. Some people aren't expecting them to be paid anymore. But some people are, and there are going to be some people, powerful people, people, maybe mortgage companies that are not that are going to expect to be paid and aren't getting paid. And they'll they'll talk to Trump <laughs> and we'll see. That's where the pressure will start to be applied by uh, the various groups and, and people who aren't getting paid on April 1st. So we'll see how long this lasts. If Trump's tune will change uh, soon. And yes, a lot of people are praising these big companies for donating and paying people when they're not working and doing all this feel good stuff and giving away stuff. And it's, you know, it's good. It's good. You know, Walmart's doing nice things and. I, I don't know. I heard Walmart was doing nice things. McDonald's, somebody is doing nice things. It's poisonous, McDonald's. But these huge companies, they know the longer this thing lasts, the less smaller competition will survive. So they can afford it. They can afford to give away stuff. They can afford for this thing to go on for who knows how long. They know how long. They'll fire some people, whatever, because they know at the end of the day, this thing goes on. People aren't working for a month, two months, that when everyone does go back to work, some of their competition is never going to come back. So there, there's your take on the, the big companies. Uh, now, that so it's logical. It's logical. It's in their best interest for this to keep on going. So they're not, they're not going to be uh, objecting to it very much because they know they're going to survive it. Now, once they start now, if this thing goes like, God forbid, God forbid, Six months, yeah. Then some of them will start objecting because that's beyond ridiculous. But they know they know how long they can survive and how long their smaller competition can survive, and they're probably very much willing to see it last long enough so all their smaller competition goes away. So when it comes back, they have a they'll be able to make all that lost money up by charging more because there's less competition. They'll, they'll make it all, all the stuff they gave away. They'll make up all the costs very fast if there's less competition at the end of the day. So just keep that in mind, people. It is a totally unnatural situation when something like that can happen, though. We are forcing this on ourselves. It, 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 it is, this, shouldn't, this should not be happening. We, 
It's shutting down the economy for this is ridiculous. All right. I had I had a tweet. It's linked to below. It says retweet this. I list the anti-hysteria Bitcoiners, the guys who have not been afraid to speak up. And then I said, you know, retweet this, add to it. And people added other people. You know, Francis is one of those dudes. JW uh, is one of those dudes. Uh, Hoddlenot is one of those guys. Now, I don't even remember all the people that I uh, – Steve Barber up in uh, Alberta is one of those dudes who did not get caught up in this hysteria. Now, there's plenty of dudes that have got caught up in hysteria. We, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> it's pretty apparent who they are. But yeah, so retweet that and, uh, you know, add, add people to it. Did I mention, I forgot if I mentioned this, I'll mention it again, just in case. Uh, at the beginning of March, there was a huge concert in Mexico and people were shaming them for having a huge concert. And like only two people have become sick from that huge concert. Why aren't we hearing about this? You know, if a lot of people were dying, the media would be jumping right back. So, and, and why aren't people, uh, why aren't people get dying from it? <laughs> Again, I, I think we're gonna we're gonna learn that a lot of people already had this thing uh, earlier this winter and are immune to it. And of course, the other thing is people catch it and don't even know they have it, and that it's it's rare to to get a bad case of it. And so, if you're a bunch of young people at a concert, so going back to it. There was no harm having that concert. There really was not any harm. So there's no harm having baseball games again and, and just go, going back to normal. There's no harm. You don't have to go to the baseball game. You don't have to play tennis. You don't have to do this. But we're grownups. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Let, let us decide for ourselves. And I just – we used to live in a time when men would step up the challenges and they wouldn't just like – Go hide in a corner and say, shut down the world. How can these dudes look themselves in the mirror? I'm serious. I'm really serious about this. I, I don't get it. Like what? I mean, think about what your grandfather would say to you, dude, for you, the guys that are crying, the so-called men that are crying hysterically. Oh, shut it down. They'll give us our freedom back. They'll give us. It, it's just a temporary uh, loss of freedom. Uh, I mean, shutting down the entire economy, promoting fear stories that are outliers, taking totalitarian control of a country, taking away freedoms, and it's all for the greater good. I mean, that is hysteria. That is hysterical. And people have, have said, Adam, no, pe people aren't being hysterical. No, I just listed. It's just, it is hysteria. It's mass hysteria when, that, when, when stuff like that has happened. Um, and, and individuals deciding for yourself, whether to go out or not during the flu season season, that's freedom. I mean, so do you guys see the difference between force and fear versus freedom? So we've got all these guys that are fearful and, and, and want force to make other people do what they're scared about. Okay. Or, and then there's freedom. Like you can decide for yourself if you're scared. You know, don't force everybody else to to cower in the corner like you. Stefan Libera, who's been on the show before. Let me just check if there's uh, anybody 
I just saw, wait, I just went back to the chat and there is a question. Um, but let me just make sure there's not, oh, Martin's back here. Let's see, uh, Mar- Martin's got a couple questions I see. Uh-oh. Let's see if they're worthy of, of uh, does Martin still, uh, uh, I respected you, but have realized tonight you are a callous and you, you call me a bad word. The worst thing is you'll get people killed for not taking this seriously. Okay, pound that like button, dude. Go cower in the corner with the other uh, virtue singlers. Okay, then you go on to say the sign of self-actualized man is to be able to adapt to any situation. Yes, I have adapted. You don't go panic in the corner and scream and cry. The situation requires us to take pause. Yes, you take pause and humble ourselves. Those who cannot will suffer their hubris. So, yes, you Analyze the situation and decide what is best for you. You don't force other people to be slaves. <laughs> What's the deal, man? All right. Derp de derp says, would you agree that Chinese virus attack by the establishment has been a good quality con job, better than usual, potentially forgiving all the people who are super freaked out? Um, you mean the media? The Chinese virus attacked by the established, but by the, I mean, yeah, they've, it's, it's, it's the ultimate fear. So they, they find the media has finally stumbled upon something that is, they can really take advantage of. You can't see it. You can be suspicious of everyone. This is way more than, you know, accusing the president of being a spy or, or whatever. This is just a whole new level. So yeah, I mean, is it, is it a con job? I mean, they've done a good job of ramping up the hysteria and we're living in this modern time of social media where they've taken full advantage of it. And it's, uh, I mean, it feeds itself. Social media feeds the hysteria and, and we're going to get, uh, in, into that in a second. Um, and forgiving people who are super freaked out. Well, I, I can see why people are super freaked out because you can't see it. Um, there's the media has scoreboards about it. How many are dead today? I mean, it's it's scary. You can see it. People don't when they're scared, they cannot think straight. They cannot think straight. All right, and we got okay. No more. We got people. A lot of people talking over there. I saw someone said uh, using the term bootlicker. Very good to use that term. Use the term. You don't be afraid to speak your mind. Don't you don't have to blindly follow this media narrative. Please do not follow the media narrative. Think for your freaking selves here. But that's again, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. People are not adults anymore. They want the government to wipe their tuchless. I mean, that's that's gonna be the next thing. Wipe my tuchless. I've mentioned that a few times. Gotta like that Yiddish. Well, no, well, okay, I'm not going to get into the whole Yiddish thing. Um, <laughs> I seen my video with the Bitcoin rabbi from uh, Hanukkah. We talk a little bit about Yiddish. Link to below. So, Stefan Levera, these shows are just so darn long now because of all this hysteria that's out there. But I got to fight the hysteria, man. I got to give you guys a strong hand. Get your hand stronger. Be an individual. So, Stefan Levera says, and anyone who has studied history will recognize here the classic symptoms of collective hysteria hysteria is infectious we are working ourselves into a lather in which we exaggerate the threat and stop asking ourselves 
whether the cure may be worse than the disease. That's linked to below, pound that like button. And someone added, social media impact on collective paranoia is unprecedented in history. That, I, I wanted to make that like the title of this video. Social media impact on collective paranoia is unprecedented in history. Um, so this, this could not have been pulled off in 2010 because we didn't have social media like this, all right? So we've gotten to this level of social media saturation where everybody's living their life on social media so that uh, it has an incredible impact on collect it, it, it establishes collective paranoia as normal, which is sickening. So Lavera also goes on to say people willingly surrender their freedom in return for protection against some external threat. And the threat is usually a real threat, but usually exaggerated. Like in this case, the pressure on politicians has come from the public. They want action. They don't pause to ask whether the action will work. They don't ask themselves whether the cost will be worth paying. They want action anyway. So yes, he describes the mob out there that want action for the sake of action because they can't act for themselves. And that's the majority of people that cry, do something for the sake of doing something. That, that it's so weak-minded. The government has to do something. No, they don't have to do anything. You can wipe your own toughness, okay? You don't have to do – because when you want the government to do something for the sake of doing something, or they're going to do something, but it's not what you want. It's not going to be in your best interest, okay? It's going to be in their best interest. Don't don't give up your, your uh, power. Don't give up your power over yourself, your, your determination of your – of, of which direction you're going in in life. Don't give it up to the government. But uh, hey, and when people are scared, they're very willing to doing, do it. And so here's something from the state of Virginia, which is near my home state of Maryland, which I'm very far away from right now. <laughs> um, putting a shelter, I'm in the opposite side of the country, beautiful side of the country. Putting a shelter in place order is of questionable legality. I agree with that. Putting one in – I think it's totally illegal. Putting one in place in March that lasts till June the 10th makes you a petty dictator wannabe. So, yes, the state of Virginia, the governor – I don't know if he was wearing his hood then because, you know, he there's a picture of him from his medical school days. He was – he either painted his face or he was wearing a hood in the picture. Um, I don't know if, when he announced this, but the hood wearer or the face painter – over there in Virginia, Ralphie, um, he arbitrarily picked June the 10th. The people, he, he says that people need to stay in their houses until June the 10th. Why? Right, because he's the dictator of Virginia, I guess. <laughs> this is, and people just accept it. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Where does June 10th come from? What, what, what is that about? What's that about? Just to show how powerful you are? I mean, so yeah, that's one step closer to what's going on in Hungary. I mean, it's, it's similar. Is he going to outlaw the, uh, the the Virginia House of Delegates in the Senate? And, or are they not going to have courts over there? I mean, what, what's next? Uh, if it's for the good of the state. It's for the good of Virginia. <laughs> so you, you, you guys realize, many of you probably don't realize, Virginia is a big state. And there's like a lot of backwoods to Virginia. There's mountains. What's the point of those dudes being like illegal for them to go outside of their houses when they're not near anybody else's else? It's so, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Okay. 
Okay, finally, I'll leave you with on a happy note, if there are no more questions. I just heard the song My Sharona by The Knack, and uh, it's an awesome song. Um, it's linked to below. So maybe it'll put a smile on your face. We're one day closer to an all-time high, people. That should put a smile on your face. And we're one, we're one day closer to having, so start that having hype. I'm just checking uh, real quick here if there are any more questions. No, there were not. There's a lot of people talking. Okay, dudes, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. Remember to subscribe to the channel. Retweet that, ret that tweet that I linked to below. Uh, from Tech Vault, follow me on there. Hopefully, I'll be on earlier tomorrow. I, I just these late shows. I, I just I want to go to sleep, man. It's twelve forty-five here. All right, see you guys tomorrow. Stopping the live stream.